ladies, gentlemen, this is one-third of the Masters of Nonsense. I'm Mike. Hey, Sean, it's your dad, and this is a special podcast that's been developed specifically for you. You might be wondering why this is happening and what the point of this all really is, and my hope is that over the next few minutes you'll begin to understand. You see, we're coming up on a very special day, and a way that a lot of people like to remember things is by telling stories, and, you know, stories, at least good stories, tend to have some type of lesson at the end. Not necessarily good or bad, but just something that gives you something to reflect on and think on and uh, maybe provide some insight or guidance along the way. So already this sounds a lot more professional than the 22 other episodes that we've discussed, uh, various things such as, you know, wrestling and video games and movies and horse-sized ducks and whatnot. Um, But the hope is that even though we won't be talking about those topics, it'll be something that still interests you. So... The little story that I'm going to share with you today uh, happens to do uh, be about someone that you know. Um, right now, you don't know them that well, but the hope is that by the time you listen to this, you kind of know them fairly well. Um, and it's a story about strength. So, um, kind of, uh, I'll give you the background and I'll explain who this is and you know why I, I feel compelled enough to actually record something on a work night, being incredibly tired, but. Uh, being incredibly motivated and eager and in some ways anxious and nervous to to do this. So um, there's someone in your life who um, I've known for a long time and they've been, you know, a, a great person who's grown and developed and matured and experienced a lot of different things. Um, this particular person has had an interesting background in that, you know, not everything has worked out for this person in the way they wanted to. They've made plans and they've had goals in mind and they had, you know, kind of things that they wanted to, to, to happen in a certain timeline and they didn't. And that's something that could be a little bit scary, especially when you put a lot of time and energy and effort into, you know, something that you believe in that, you know, strongly something that you love or care about or want to see happen. But in any event, uh, you know, this person had a pretty, pretty good life with a, a lot of good support, but I know um, in many ways kind of wanted more and was wondering, you know, w- what else was out there and what, what kind of lied, lied ahead in their road. Um, so kind of flash forwarding to a very specific day. Um, it was a day that was scary. Uh, a lot of uncertainties, a lot of questions, a lot of anxieties, and uh, kind of knowledge of pain. And what I mean that is, you know, if you know you're going to get hit in the face, it tends to hurt a little bit more than if it happens out of nowhere. When it happens out of nowhere, it's more of a shock. But when you kind of see the fist careening towards your face and you know the knuckles are going to connect with your cranium, um, it tends to hurt a little bit more. Uh, so this person was you know, getting prepared for a lot of pain. So uh, Lord only knows what was going through their mind. So I'm hoping at this point you're kind of understanding who I'm talking about. And this person is actually your mother. She, um, you know getting to the point of when it was time for you to come and join us in the world, it was really scary. Uh, It was unfortunate because it happened uh, after Mother's Day and she just missed having the opportunity to 
quote unquote officially celebrate Mother's Day because you weren't quite here. Thankfully, you showed up before Father's Day. So I got that out of the way and I got a lot of presents out of it. So thank you. As somebody who was born the day after Christmas, uh, gifts come few and far between. It tends to be feast or famine. So because of you, I got some nice presents and toys uh, in the middle of the year. So good looking out, Sean. Your dad appreciates it. Um, but your mom, you know, for her, this was uh, quite the journey to try to bring you into the world. Um, it wasn't an easy pregnancy by any means. In no way is that your fault. That's just the way her body kind of reacted to certain things. Um, but nonetheless, having all those, you know, being uncomfortable and having those anxieties, she was still really looking forward to seeing you and seeing kind of, you know, what you would look like. And, you know, I think mostly I think this, she was interested in. She kept saying, I hope he's a cute baby. Um, so, and you turned out to be quite adorable. So I think you made her quite happy in that regard. Um, but, you know, the, the, the point that it came for you to, for you to come and, and join us was, was pretty scary. Um, for me, I've seen a lot of bravery and a lot of strength in many different ways. Your grandfather, uh, who served as a police officer, I didn't see it directly, but I heard many stories of incredible strength and bravery. Uh, your grandmother, uh, my mom, you know, did some incredible things coming from another country and building a new life for herself. Uh, your other grandparents, your mom's parents also have done some incredible things and persevered through some, you know, real obstacles in their lives. Really everyone in your family has done that in some way. So you kind of come from a, uh, a place of strength and a place of perseverance and dedication. But, you know, for me, I've known your mom for a very long time, uh, actually ever since she was a little girl. Um, so I've seen her go through various phases and how, you know, the different things that were important to her, hairstyles and clothing and boys and all different types of things. Um, but through it all, I, you know, I saw a lot of strength and there was a lot of character. So when it came time to actually giving birth to you, I wasn't sure what to think. I mean, for me as a man, I can't actually fathom what it is to, to give birth to another life and to have this kind of bond that has formed over a period of time. And now it's going to change because, you know, you were a, an actual part of her. You were inside of her. And now you were going to be outside of her and growing kind of independently. So there's a lot of things that happen in someone's head and, uh, you know, it becomes quite the, quite the experience, but, you know, really just focusing on having you come out of her body was something that we were <laughs> very on edge about. Um, so when the time came, you know, we didn't know what to expect. So something that she doesn't actually know is that, um, I had to wear like a little wristband and that let me come in and out of her room and kind of give updates. You know, they want to keep, uh, keep the area clean and sanitized. So they don't want a lot of people coming in and out. So, um, and there's also a million other reasons why you have to wear <laughs> identification. But so I had to wear this super tight, uh, band on my, on my left, uh, on my left hand, if I remember correctly, there might've been my right. Who knows? There's pictures you could see. But anyway, I had the super tight band on my hand and uh, they would let me kind of run in and out and give updates to, uh, to the family, let everyone know how she was doing. Little did we know this was going to be kind of an all day ordeal. Um, you were pretty comfortable inside her and, uh, you know, for various reasons, it was kind of tough to, to get you out. Um, but you did get out and that's, and that's kind of the good thing. But, um, there's very few times in my life where I've actually had to take a step back and process something immediately and start to understand the gravity of it immediately. Um, again, all big words. And what I really mean by that is that, you know, when something really 
powerful happens and you can't just keep going about your day and you can't block it out and you can't kind of focus on what's in front of you. You actually have to stop and think about what just happened. Like what the hell did I just see? And what the hell does any of this mean? Um, this was a moment for me and it was the moment that you were born. Um, and it was because it was not easy at all. It was very hard on her. Um, but somehow she found the strength to, to push through literally and figuratively and bring you here. Um, and kind of the, the thing that's unfortunate is that the words don't really do it justice. Um, I've done many different types of workouts. So I'd be at the gym and I do, you know, lift weights and do crunches and do things like that. And, you know, your muscles hurt. And when you're uncomfortable, you just kind of want to stop. You want to sit, you want to relax and you want the pain to stop. Um, this was not a time for her to be able to do that. She had to keep pushing because she had to get you out. Um, and there were moments where I saw her kind of lose all hope and lose all confidence and think this is something I can't do. And somehow she would had these moments of just pure doubt and she was able to power through it. It took me talking to her. It took other people talking to her. But, you know, really what it was was her love for you that made her stronger, made her want to actually do this. Um, and I'm, and I'm telling you, and I could, you know, it makes me a little emotional thinking about it, but it's one of the most powerful things I've ever seen in my life. Someone who loved you unconditionally, even though we didn't know how you looked and we didn't actually know what your name was going to be, um, for quite a while. So for her to, you know, to push through and power through for someone who, you know, she didn't even really know yet was, uh, was absolutely wild to me. Um, so one thing she doesn't know is that I've actually carried around that little bracelet uh, ID tag that I had to wear around my wrist. I actually carry that in my wallet, and I have carried it in my wallet since the day that you were born. Um, and I use that as a reminder where, you know, things are tough. You know, we have to work, and you're tired, and there's all these other things you want to do. Um, and I think about kind of why I do all these things, and, you know, really they're for you, and they're also for your mother. But... Um, you know, when I get tired and I start losing strength, I see that this little tag and I think about what she went through and how she was able to push through and power through and be strong and be brave, even in the face of unbelievable pain and, you know, bring you into this world. And I think, wow, uh, that's true strength and whatever I'm dealing with probably isn't that bad. Um, so, you know, there are many lessons that I'm hoping that you learn in your life. You know, two of the most important ones are that, uh, you know, more than two shakes and you're playing with it. And the other one being that you could wish with one hand or piss with the other and see which one fills up first. And I'm probably thinking this because I had a big glass of water right before I started recording this. Um, but, you know, there, there's a lot of things that I, I hope you learn as you get older. And the I think one of the most important things that I think you need to learn and understand is how much your mother truly loves you and how much she gave of herself to, to, to be there for you, to actually bring you into this world. And there'll come a time where, you know, she'll say something that really annoys you. She maybe won't let you do something or she'll, you know, give you feedback that you don't want to hear or she'll make you clean up your toys or clean up your room or, uh, you know, do some chores or maybe force you to do your homework or maybe, you know, there's a million things that are going to happen that you're going to get truly, truly annoyed at her and you're probably going to think or say things that you don't really mean. 
but we're all human and we do say these things. And, you know, the important thing is to understand and be willing to forgive and, you know, move on. But my hope is that even in those times that you're going to have moments of weakness where, you know, you're going to lash out, that you'll hear this and you'll understand how incredibly brave and how incredibly strong she was to, to bring you here. Um, I'm hoping she never makes the, that old joke of I brought you into this world and I could take you out of it. I don't think she will. She's not that type of person. She's a sweetheart. But, um, you know, ju- just know that, Sean, that she, um, she really loves you and she loves you in a way that no one does, not even me, really. I mean, I love you unconditionally, but... Um, you know, you were very much a part of her physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. Um, and you're always going to be a part of her. And what I take solace in knowing is that the world is a big place and a scary place, but also full of a lot of opportunities. And you were brought into this world with love and with strength and with conviction and with dedication. So my hope is that because that's how you're brought in, that that all kind of came with you as you left her physically. Um, and you look at your mother and you use her as a source of strength and, and courage and all those things. Um, so you might be wondering why the title of this is Croatoa. Why is it not Happy Mother's Day? Or why is it not Tiffany? Why is it, uh, you know, this weird word and why is it for you? Um, so the first reason of why it's Croatoa um, you know, who knows if Wikipedia and Google will be around, you know, uh, years down the line. But if you look it up, kind of the quick version is, um, you know, settlers came into the United States and, um, you know, they met kind of Native American tribes and whatnot. And suddenly these settlers and these Native Americans just disappeared. They, you know, seemed to have vanished off the face of the earth and kind of all that was left behind as a remnant of their existence was the word Croatoa scratched out onto a tree. So um, this is a very, very loose version of the story, but uh, it's designed for a purpose mostly because I have to go to the bathroom with all those uh, P references I made before. Um, So, you know, the idea is that it could have been aliens came and abducted them or they, you know, somehow traveled to another dimension or whatnot. Uh, But really what, you know, I think what most people, at least what I believe in is just that, you know, they all intermingled and married and had babies. And suddenly these, you know, Native Americans started looking like British people. And they were really tall, long haired, you know, long black hair with blue eyes. And really, that's probably what happened. It's just that they all kind of started, uh, you know, marrying each other and having babies. And that's why they, quote unquote, disappeared. Um, but the point being is that Croato in some way points to a transformation. It points to um, something major happening in that it kind of changes the fabric of who you are in some way. And for you, your birthday was kind of a Croatoa moment for your mom. And I don't think, I mean, there are things that obviously changed, like, you know, her priority became taking care of you. But my view of her also changed a lot in the sense of, you know, she was always someone I loved and respected, but now she suddenly became someone that uh, was a source of, um, you know, strength in a way that she wasn't before. She's always been a source of strength. She's been my inspiration to do a lot of amazing things. But now I could use her as a specific example of how to power through something that is uncomfortable and, you know, not lose sight of the goal and to understand that, um, 
you know, if you really care about something, you see it through no matter what. Um, it's something that's easy to say, but when you're going through incredible pain and incredible fear and incredible doubt, um, it's next to impossible to power through. Your mom went through something that was probably the most painful, the most confusing, the most anxiety-producing event that anyone could experience, and she did it, and she did it well, and she brought you here, and you're both happy and healthy. And that, to me, is amazing. There are many mothers who do this. My mom, your grandmother did this. Um, you know, Your aunts have done this. A lot of people have done it, but when you see it and you experience it yourself and you carry around that bracelet that you had to wear that day just because you don't want to ever forget it um, and use it as a source of strength, that's something that's extremely powerful. So um, just remember this and understand this moment and understand how incredibly strong she is and how much she loves and cares about you. And, uh, you know, the hope is that you could kind of carry on this bracelet right now. I'm being a little selfish and I'm going to hold on to it for a little while longer. You're too small to have a wallet. And if you did, it would be weird because I guess you would put it in your diaper and that just sounds messy and, and weird. So, um, my plan is to hold on to this for a little while longer, but I'm hoping that, you know, this is something I could pass down to you and you could see this bracelet. You could listen to this podcast and you could remember truly how strong and how amazing your mother was, is, and will be, and know that, um, you know, she really loves you and she really cares about you in a way that no one will probably ever care about you, even a future, you know, wife or husband or, you know, however, however things may turn out. So, um, yeah, just understand that, uh, you know, Croatoa could be aliens or it could just be uh, your mother smiling and loving you. And you'll probably at some point see pictures of our refrigerator and we have these little magnets with letters and it has your name, Sean, and it also has Croatoa spelled out. Um, she thinks it has to do with the show Supernatural that I'm a big fan of, but really this is something that's been in my mind for a long time and it's a way for me to kind of remember that daily because it's easy to forget um, even big kind of important things like that that happen. But for me, I always have to go by the fridge because I'm always hungry. And, uh, you know, I will always see that and, and remember that. And I hope you will too. But even if you don't remember, you'll have this as a way to remember and make sure this lives on and that you could share this with other people who are important to you. Um, for me, I could have written this down and I could have shared it, but it wouldn't quite capture enough of uh, the emotion behind things. You know, words could convey, um, you know, thoughts and feelings, but th this, there's a beauty in the spoken word and hearing the, the pauses and hearing the, the changes in, in tenor and vibe and, and whatnot. Um, and I hope that, although I've used some big words here and there, um, I think you'll understand what they all mean in the context and um, just definitely try not to forget this. So if there's one thing you could do for your old man, you know, beyond, you know, being successful and treating people well is don't ever forget um, how much your mother loves you and make sure that as Mother Day, Mother's Day come and go that you find a way to, to honor her and to, uh, you know, make sure she feels appreciated because she went through a lot to bring you here. And 
I, I think she would somehow do it over again if she could. And it's probably because you came out to be pretty damn cute with, with your chubby cheeks and your, your hair and, and all the great things about you. So, um, so always remember the love that your mother has for you. And then if you should feel so inclined, you could check our Masters of Nonsense Facebook to see uh, the first picture of you when you kind of came out of your mom and you'll get to see me smiling. You'll get to see me giving a, a too sweet to the universe. And you'll also get to see that very important bracelet that's uh, around my hand there. And, you know, there'll come a time when I don't have that bracelet, but I myself will do whatever I can to make sure I remember that moment. And I hope, you know, you won't actually remember that moment because you weren't there for, you know, to see us record it or anything. We didn't actually record it, but, um, you know, whatever you can do, try all you can to uh, remember this. And also remembering that more than two shakes and you're playing with it.